0: underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly 3 years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Kylie Camps and welcome to the podcast. This space is dedicated entirely to making a difference in the lives of women. I believe we all have a right and a responsibility to truly live our best lives. It all begins with curiosity, changing our thinking and cultivating more self-love. Through thoughtful conversations and shared experiences, I really hope that you can take something away from this podcast. I'm a business owner, a speaker, a sleep consultant and mum of twin boys. I've also recently completed some training in the cognitive behavioral therapy space and I'm super super passionate about the ability that we all have to really improve our days and ultimately when we take ownership of improving our days we're really improving our whole life. So let's get stuck into today's episode. Today's podcast is a solo episode where I will be sharing with you a few, well, 10 to be precise, 10 notions for every single woman, and particularly 10 notions for every woman for the second half of this year. It is wild that we are in July already. I feel like the last 18 months, have completely flown by it seems like it was two minutes ago that we were all talking about oh 2021 like it's so good to see the end of 2020 and here we are over halfway through the year so I wanted to share with you a few notions that have been on my mind so when it comes to these notions these are just things that have popped in that I wanted to share with you because they've kind of been making a difference in my life And so the definition of a notion is a conception of or belief about something. So these are just a handful of things that I believe may be helpful for some women out there. Of course, they're not going to speak to everyone, but fingers crossed they will speak to at least one of you out there who is listening today. So these are not reinventing the wheel and making a massive difference in the world. But these are just 10 things that I do believe can make a difference in your life for every woman. So number one, and in no particular order, but number one is to acknowledge the power of a good pair of shoes. A good pair of shoes can really, really make a difference to your day. So I wanted to talk about the importance of having a good pair of boots or heels or maybe you're not a heels gal and you're more into flats or sneakers whatever it is but at least one pair of shoes in your wardrobe that every time you put them on they give you a bit of a a bit of a I was gonna say swagger but I don't like that word they give you a little bit of a spring in your step they make you smile they might make you feel sexy they might make you feel silly or on trend or like you're slipping on a different persona, whatever it is. I think every single woman in her 20s, her 30s, 40s and beyond, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond, everyone should have one pair of shoes that they truly, truly love and it's just for them. They are not a pair of shoes that you've asked for someone else's opinion on. Maybe every time you put on these fluffy heels or these bright boots or cowboy boots or whatever they are. Maybe your partner or your friends kind of mock you a little bit or roll their eyes, but you truly love them and every time you wear them, you feel like it elevates you just a little bit. Everyone should have a pair of shoes in their wardrobe that they feel really, really great about. That doesn't mean that they need to be expensive, but you need to love them. Number two, if you are reading a book and it has not grabbed you You know, a couple of chapters in, we're all different. For me, it's like one to two chapters in. But if you're halfway through a book and you're not enjoying it, put the book down. Don't worry about wasting. (laughs) You know, going oh, but I bought this book and it was thirty dollars and I don't want to waste the money. I think it's more of a waste if you spend time reading something that you're not enjoying, or if you walk out of a movie that you're not enjoying watching, but you just sat there going oh well, I paid money to see this, so I'm going to see it out. Money is not the only resource at your disposal. Time and enjoyment are important. So if you're not getting something from it, it's okay to close the book and go, that's not for me, versus trying to soldier on through something you're not enjoying. I think life's just way too short to suffer through something that should be enjoyable. Number three, Work out what your thing is and enjoy it. And what I mean by this is we are all unique individuals. I mean, there's lots of crossover. Of course, there's so many similarities, but really honor something that is unique to yourself. I feel as though it's kind of easy to lose touch with something that is authentic to just us or something that we just truly enjoy for ourselves because we're always looking at what other people are doing with social media we can always see what someone else is up to or it's so much easier to look at someone else that we love or that we pass in the street and admire part of their personality or their quirk but yet we might be ignoring our own thing so when I say work out what is your thing and enjoy it I truly truly mean that Maybe your thing is you love having really bright colored costume earrings. Like you love dangly earrings that could be two different birds or maybe they light up and it's just your thing. It makes you smile every day that you put it on. Or maybe your thing is some sort of craft. You just love to sit and crochet and you're going to crochet and knit miniature I don't know, piranhas, like this, it could be something really, really obscure, but what is your thing? Is it, um, having, you know, for me, I feel like one of my things is that I just love big mugs. (laughs) Like I genuinely love a big, ridiculous, comically oversized tea or coffee mug, It makes me smile. I like making my tea and coffee into that. I like carrying it around the house. I like that it looks ridiculous, that it takes me 45 minutes to an hour to get through a tea in a cup that big, but I love it. And so just embracing that, like that's just, it's one of my things. It's like hot water bottles. It's a thing for me. So work out what is something that is unique and authentic to you and just go ham, go hard with it, really embrace it and enjoy appreciating that part of your identity and your personality number four has to do with t as well i think for all women um that i can think of in my life there are three t's that make everything better like with the letter t and the first is talking like talk out what's going on in your life I mean, there are definitely times when it's good to be quiet and reflective, but talking and connecting through something hard is so powerful. Having a cup of tea, a literal cup of tea, and I think that that has to do with my upbringing. Anytime something was wrong, it was, let's have a cup of tea or a sweet cup of tea. You know, if you're sick, here, I'll make you a cup of tea. Something's wrong. Let's sit down and have a tea. And the third one is toast. A talk, a cup of tea and some toast I think dramatically improves most tricky situations in life or at least kind of eases the burden. And my girlfriends and I talk about this, you know, if we can't sleep and say it's like 2 a.m. and they'll send me a text and they'll say, I'm just up having a cup of tea and some honey toast or I'll get a random text that says, how good is peanut butter and honey on toast? It's just so comforting. Those three things together. Talk, tea, toast. Don't forget that combo. You can also use that if your girlfriend's going through a hard time, turn up and lean on those three T's. (laughs) Number five, I think it's really important that we make our bedrooms our sanctuary, a place that when we walk into our room, it feels like us. And it's a really nice place to end the day and start the day. Turning your bedroom into your own haven Does not have to be an expensive endeavor at all. Turning it into a haven may just be as simple as removing things from your bedroom. It might be taking the laundry out of your room. It might be taking old, I don't know, art off the wall that you no longer love or connect with. It could just be completely decluttering, getting everything out, or it could be a little more involved in investing in some linen and a pillow topper having a nice clear bedside table with things on it that you only actually need. It's so simple, so, so simple, but makes such a difference. Spend some time thinking about how you could make your bedroom that beautiful haven, that safe cave um, that you can retreat to. Number six, Know the importance of editing friendships. Editing sounds awful. I don't know what the right word is, but assessing or just being mindful of the friendships in your life and also online. We've all heard that saying a thousand times that you become the average of the people that you spend the most time with. I think it's you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Be really discerning who, where and how And what you're spending your time on. Time is our most precious, excuse me, resource. So have a look. Where are you spending it in life? When you leave interactions with friends, do you feel good? Do you feel seen and heard and valued? Or do you feel unappreciated and like you couldn't really be yourself? Just notice these things and don't be afraid to make tweaks in the percentage of time you spend with people. Also online, who you have in your feed is up to you. And the people in your feed, you are inviting into your house, into your life via the app, via your phone. Like if you are sat on your couch watching someone's Instagram stories that infuriates you That's you, you are inviting that person into your life, you're giving them time and energy and effort and attention that has nothing to do with them. So again, be discerning, who do you actually want to follow? Is there, you know, is there time? Well, not is there time, but should you spend some time maybe going through the list of people that you're following and asking yourself, does this person add something positive to my life? And positive could be, yeah, it's outfit inspiration or it makes me smile. It doesn't have to be, you know, deep and spiritual and heavy. (laughs) Like you can have lightness and positivity. It's up to you. So curate your feed to reflect what it is that you want in life. Number seven, go somewhere different often. We are creatures of habit. A lot of us and my hands in the air here. I am a creature of habit, but there is something so great about going somewhere I've never been before. And every time I do it, I think to myself, why do I not do this more frequently? It's so nice. So remind yourself. Literally set a reminder in your phone. Maybe you work um every day but you have Tuesdays off. Put a reminder in your phone on a Tuesday. Try somewhere new for a coffee. Go somewhere different. Um, It could be booking a night away somewhere that you've never, ever been. It could be as simple as taking a path that you never normally take on your run or your walk. It can be really little or it can be really, really big, but it's so important, I think, for creativity and just as a nice reminder um, to get out of our own heads the importance of going somewhere different, somewhere new and do it. Often, so that we don't get stale. Number eight, watch, read, or listen to something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Again, as humans, as I just said, a lot of us are creatures of habit. We're also creatures of comfort. We don't really often, most of us, seek out um, different opinions or things that make us go, oh, that's a little uncomfortable, that's challenging my thinking, that's making me look at something differently or it's bringing to the surface something that could be slightly triggering or whatever uncomfortable is for you, try and think about allow, not allowing, but try and on purpose watch something that challenges one of your beliefs or read something that you know nothing about, and it might make you a little bit uncomfortable because you're not educated on the topic. In the last 18 months, I have really noticed blind spots in life that I'm simply not educated on. And it's a priv and it's it's to do with privilege, really. But I'm really focusing on rather than keeping blinders on, trying to make myself uncomfortable in the way of challenging different thoughts or just being more open with certain podcasts I might listen to, books that I'll pick up at the library, books that I'll buy at the bookshop or even shows that I watch on TV. Just don't be afraid to watch something, you know, what's the word, absorb some content that could challenge certain beliefs that you beliefs that you hold and do it with an open mind, not um, not with the intention of aggravating your belief system, if that makes sense. Um, number nine, I'll try and think about for the next half of this year, less than half, if there is a word or a saying that you really connect to. I have two words right now and these aren't words that I chose at the start of the year. They've just kind of come to me and it's intuition and integrity and those two words for me are really—they're um, like a north star when I'm making decisions. Like, and it can be really small decisions on, you know, how honest am I with someone if I'm texting back about something that I don't like or I don't want to do. It's integrity and intuition. Intuition is a big one because I definitely have at times felt very disconnected from my intuition in the last couple of months. It's been on my mind of being still connecting with what I actually know below the surface and trusting that judgment. And yeah, that's a big one for me. So I would just encourage you to think about what are your words, you know, words that could guide you towards something that you're craving more of or something that you want to appreciate, or maybe it's a saying, you know, maybe it is go for the story which I've spoken about this phrase. I love it. If ever I'm like, oh, do I want to go on a date? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? I take the pressure off by saying, go for the story. And it kind of makes you more of an observer of life. And you can apply that to parenting. You know, if you're kind of like, oh, I don't really know how this holiday away with the kids are going to go is gonna go, going to go or this outing's going to go. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Go for the story. Next, number 10. I think it's number ten. Hopefully, I haven't missed any. Um, is I think I think it's really nice as a woman to have a scent that you love. And I know that might sound like a little bit of a fluffy point to end on, but again, these are in no particular order. But as I've gotten older, <laughs> we're all getting older every minute. I really, and also I'm a scent person. I love when someone smells good. Like if a man smells great, if a woman smells great, I'm all about it. And I think it's so nice when you find a scent that you feel really encapsulates the essence of what you want to feel. And it's so nice to put that scent on every day. My favorite is an AU perfume oil. Like there's one that is just heaven to me it is so feminine it is so soft it reminds me to soften which is something that I feel like I need a reminder of because when I have the kids I have them 100% on my own when they're with me of course they go to their dads for those three three nights but when they're with me it's all on and then in work all of the decisions are on me a lot of the time and it's like all of this pressure can harden you and so I need to remember to soften and so this scent helps me to do that It gives me a little spring in my step, which is, you know, a nice nod towards the first point, which was make sure you have a pair of shoes that makes you smile. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Have a scent. And if you don't have a scent, if you're a woman in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and you don't have a scent that feels just like you, then this could be a fun little exercise to seek out one that you truly, truly love. I'm big on the perfume oils. Um, I really, really love the AU range, but I'm sure there are, I mean, I'm not sure, I know there are countless scents out there, but those are 10 notions I wanted to share with you that have been on my mind and hopefully they will spark a little bit of fun or curiosity um, in someone listening out there today. As always, it would mean the world to me if you do take a screenshot of this podcast, pop it up on your stories. Tag me at Kylie Camps and I will reshare on my stories as well. I will chat with you really soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen